0: Hi, welcome back to our weekly podcast. We were forced to do this. Uh, My name is Ian Binkley. And I'm Lincoln Lambert. Today, we will be looking at
1: John Steinbeck's classic book of Mice and Men. More specifically, we will be looking at chapters 5 and 6 under the overarching
0: theme of burden. Uh, But before we do that, uh, we'll we'll give you guys a quick recap on how a person was murdered because somebody snapped her neck. All right, so I guess I'll start. Uh, in chapters five and six, we start off with Lenny in the barn mourning over the dog. Uh, he, After he has just snapped its neck, uh, he puts hay over it in an attempt to bury it, and then Hurley's, Curly's wife comes in and sees him sitting there, and uh, they get to talking, and eventually it gets to... Uh, a point where she asks him why he likes soft things and then she says that her hair is super soft and Lenny touches it and then she gets uh, really angry when he doesn't let go. And then eventually uh, Lenny puts his hand over Curly's wife's mouth because uh, she's screaming too much and he shakes her and then she uh, she he snaps uh, her neck and then he has to run away. Uh, later on, George and Candy come in and they find her, and, uh, then they immediately know that it was, uh, Lenny, and then, uh,
1: Good attempt, but now it's my turn. So what happens is, Lenny's in a bar, and he's mourning his dog. He mistakenly killed it, and he's worried George will be mad at him. Curly's wife comes into the barn and starts conversation with him. Lenny he is worried about it, but eventually they get to talking, and they discuss Lenny's like of soft things. Curly's wife's hair is very soft, so Lenny reaches out to touch it. However, he won't let go. At this point, and there becomes a quick altercation. Lenny gets scared and kills Curly's wife. Joe Uh, George and Candy come along, and they realize it's him. And pretty soon, they're in a chase after him. George finds him alone, after his hallucinations, and peacefully kills him. And that pretty much ends the book out. Well, now that we've finished the summaries, we can really start to dive deep into how the theme of burden and it really affects and changes the characters we encounter in the story.
0: Yeah, throughout the whole book and mainly in chapters 5 and 6 uh, you can see that George is just burdened with taking care of uh, Lenny the entire time. Uh, throughout the story we see that uh, Lenny like, grabbed a woman's dress and wouldn't let go and almost got them hung uh, and then now he's killed uh, a woman and they're and Lenny now has to run, and George is constantly being dragged into Lenny's messes, and he's constantly needing to get Lenny out of trouble.
1: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You can really see you know, in the way that uh, George and Lenny have this dream. They want to own a farm. They want to live off the fire of the land. And uh, But really, whenever they come close to that, Lenny does something stupid to me. Sit up. And while it's mainly Lenny's goal, Ola George wants the this too, and George's life's kinda getting interrupted by Lenny being there.
0: Well, and you could also say that uh Lenny burns himself because uh, he's always he's always recognizing that he's making these mistakes but never trying to do anything to fix it. Like he really all he wants in life is just to pet rabbits and it's like every time he messes up he gets further and further away from that goal of the farm and the rabbits and making George happy and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I can really see that, especially with how it's almost like if he was born normal, if he wasn't stupid from birth, then he probably would have been pretty successful. He was really strong, um, he seems like a nice enough person, but he just can't seem to get away his own from his own lack of intelligence it's pretty sad
0: yeah no in the world that they live in he he has the perfect he he's almost the perfect human being if he was just a little smarter but because of I think it's a birth defect that they that he's that way uh, he's just like almost completely useless unless George tells him to do something he can't even make his own decisions so as uh, Lincoln said earlier He's uh, really strong. He's really powerful. He breaks Curly's hand just by grabbing it. So he's he's an excellent farmhand, but he's not smart. Yeah, and he ends up,
1: up being a burden on George in the biggest way because George really did care about him. But in the end, because of his actions, he had to do something really difficult and put him down. He literally had to pop a cap in the back of it his neck for fear that someone else was going to go kill him. Really sad.
0: Alright, so now that we've looked at the text as a whole, uh, we can look at a specific passage uh, in the book. Uh, We can look at what the author says when he writes, for a moment he was bewildered, then he whispered in fright, i have done a bad thing, i done another bad thing. So what, what he's talking about when he says this is Lenny has literally done another bad thing. He's broken somebody's neck. He's gotten in trouble with the law again. So he's done yet another bad thing.
1: Well, we should also look to see if there's any hidden meanings, anything we can glean about, about Lenny from the quote. You can really tell from the tone he uses uh, he really he feels bad for what happened, but at the same time he doesn't comprehend and what he's done and he's is made this huge mistake, but for the most part, he's worried how George will react to it. Will he be mad? Will he stop him from taking care of the rabbits
0: well uh in the past, I've actually like acted sort of like Lenny has and thought in the same ways that he has after actions like um Like breaking a vase, for example. When you break a vase, you don't think about, oh, the vase is broken. You think, oh, my parents are going to be mad, or how will this person think of me? You really act first and think later. So Lenny has really the mind of a child. You
1: know, I agree about that because... Whenever we see him act, he's pantomiming George. He's having trouble with his, his own ideas. He has trouble remembering. In a lot of ways, George has to act like his parent and teach him what's what, do the right thing. And in this case, we know that Lenny does have to face a punishment and George has to give it to him. But, what this passage really inspires me to think about is taking responsibility for my actions. Often in life, whenever we make a mistake, we blame it on circumstances. We blame it on, on what others think of us. We blame it on anything around us, anything but us. On the contrary, when we succeed, It was our hard work, our our determination, our perseverance that got us there. And that's not always true. The quotes really inspired me to try to recognize when I sometimes do better and it's a cause of dumb luck. But also to realize that I am a part of my own failures and I need to own up to them. I need to have an active part in fixing them. What do you think of that?
0: Well, I, I completely agree with you there. I feel like most of the time it's either everybody that was around you helping you and pushing you up and uh, some dumb luck was provided in there as well. And those are all the times you succeed. And as you said earlier, you never really think about everybody else. You just think, oh, I did it. Oh, I'm so great. But when you fail, it's everybody else but yours fault. And usually it is just your fault but you don't want to blame yourself. You don't want to be the person who's in the wrong. So it's, it's very clear that Lenny thinks this way and it really makes me want to become a better person overall and take responsibility for my actions and realize when I'm wrong and realize when I should admit to someone, okay, you're right, or okay, thank you for helping me out or boosting me up and making me a better person overall.
1: Yeah. Maybe what makes these characters so relatable is the fact that at different times in our lives, we've had to be and play both roles. Well, so we've been Lenny. We've been there, like you said. Uh, there's certainly been times when I've broken a plate or or something's come crashing down. And, but at the same time, um, if you've ever had a friend break one of your er, um, things, if you've ever or lost something, and sometimes it's up to you to dole out what needs to be doled out. You have to make the change and bring about justice,
0: as if you will. Yeah. So, I guess we can go into our wishes now. So, my wish goes out to George, and my wish is hoping that he gets to the farm, he he lives out a happy life, uh, and I, I hope he really doesn't have any more burdens because his entire life has really just been taken up with taking care of Lenny. So now that he's gone, even though it's really, like, bad to say, he has an easier life. So I hope him, I hope he is able to get his farm, and I hope he's able to live out a happy life. So...
1: The person I'm wishing for is Candy, the old Swamper, because he's getting on in, in his age, he's lost his hand, and he's really worried about it's being left alone, about not being able to take care of himself and no one wanting to give him a job. His kind of last hope was with George and Lenny and the farm they were going to buy, but with Lenny gone, that seems less and less likely. I just hope he finds a place or a person that cares about him and someone that can guide him a bit and lead him to the last years of his life. Well we've looked into this book pretty deeply but there's always more to learn from it and as we go on and leave this book behind to explore our new adventures We would like to offer this challenge to you, never stop exploring.